0: Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach. On how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick.
1: podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you're here today. It is our new moon money reading for April 5th, 2019. And I am so excited about this reading and excited to see where it takes us because I've been doing a lot of thinking about this particular new moon, April 5th, 2019. And I was doing a little bit of research and surfing around and whatnot, and I came across a post that April is the National Child Abuse Prevention Month, and it really struck a chord in me because I thought this is something, this is an epidemic that we really get to address and connect to and shift and heal, and... It really struck a personal chord with me because I am an adult survivor of child abuse. And so it's one of the main reasons why I even created the work and do the work that I do today. So I wanted to talk about how we can use the energy of the new moon, which is about creating new, right? To create new, to create a new perspective, to start the cycle all over again, But with each cycle, with each moment forward, we have a choice on how we continue to create our life path and how we continue to create the experiences that we have. And part of that and part of our taking in our own personal power and what we're doing in our life is also about recreating and rewriting those stories, those trauma stories that were happening, that had happened in our life, and then use it as a way to serve and support in a positive way rather than continuing the pattern of destruction which is what so often happens that the abuse becomes a pattern that gets handed down from generation to generation i mean that's that's what happened in my family completely so uh this is going to be a very special reading and i'm really thrilled and really excited that you're here and yeah, buckle up. This is going to be awesome. So I will see you in a new minute (laughs) for our new moon money reading, April 5th, 2019. All right. So, yeah, like I was saying, this is April is the National Child Abuse Prevention Month. And it really is about bringing more awareness to this issue and to this problem. The National Association of Adult Survivors for Child Abuse has right now what they call uh, a blue ribbon campaign. And that's about wearing the blue ribbon, just like we use the pink ribbon for breast cancer, there's the blue ribbon for the abuse, child abuse prevention. And it's not just the sexual abuse that they bring attention to, but also the physical abuse, emotional abuse, neglect, and the financial abuse. Now, they don't actually talk about the financial abuse. However, the child abuse has a huge financial impact, not only individually within the person and in the families, but also in our communities. And the amount of money that, that it has cost our country to support and help survivors of child abuse. And this organization, and you can find them at naasca.org, has so much amazing information and statistics and resources all around child abuse. And this is what they said on their website. They're concerned with helping stop all kinds of child abuse, including sexual assault, violence, or physical abuse, emotional trauma, and neglect. The Center for Disease Control believes that close to 50% of our youth will experience at least one of these. And that scares me. 50% of our youth will experience violence and physical abuse and emotional trauma. And I would also say financial trauma as well, because the likelihood of somebody who has suffered in child abuse and certainly not healed from that child abuse and that childhood trauma ultimately is and stays in poverty. And that cycle of poverty continues. And not only that, the cycle of poverty, but also that cycle of of abuse. The other thing that they said was that 90 percent, so of those children that were abused and neglected and traumatized was done by 90% of it was by somebody that they knew. And even more, 60% of those were of their own family, their own family members. And so you can just see just by those numbers that that cycles through. Like I said, I have been, I am or have been an adult survivor of a, of child abuse. And I was really taken back by this campaign because honestly, I didn't know that there was, I mean, I knew it was an issue, but I didn't realize that there was this organization that brought so much attention to it. And I'm just really grateful for it. And like I said, that's a big piece of the reason why I, do what I do because the cycle of abuse and what I experienced, I'm the oldest of eight kids, and the physical, emotional, spirit, spiritual, sexual, um, and physical abuse that I had suffered. There were many times that I couldn't even lay in my bed just from the physical abuse. And, you know, my parents were very violent people, not only physically, but verbally as well. And it's taken a lot for me to heal and transform and transmit because I put in a lot of time and a lot of work into healing my heart and soul. And it, like I said, it's one of the biggest reasons why I have turned to the area of healing with money because what I experienced was That money was one of those triggers that if a person or if the family unit did not have money, there was an extra level of stress that was created on the family that then caused more chaos within the family. And that's generally like, you know... Mom and dad would go off to the world and out to church and they'd be nice and happy and friendly. And then they'd come home and they'd beat the crap out of all of us. And there was no rhyme or reason as to why we were getting beatings. It was just happening and there it was total chaos. And the level of responsibility that I took on personally as the oldest was very demanding because I then had to save my brothers and sisters and then that turned into saving the world just through my work and, um, and trying to solve this problem of why this abuse keeps happening. And when I saw that money was a big piece of that and even in money in business, how that affected because so many business owners out there are struggling to have their business because of the finances. Even the big businesses right now aren't able to have that money and create that money. We've limited ourselves so much, uh, even just within the structure of our communities and our social structures. We've limited ourselves on the amount of money that we can have because of this belief system around money being dark and evil and awful, when really what's happened is the people who are willing at all costs to accumulate as much money they can, have pretty much demonized that money around us. And those that have been shattered physically and emotionally, and our heart has been shattered, it has made it much more difficult for us at some point to accept money as a positive, wonderful thing, that it's a positive thing to have money and that it's a good thing to have money because the good thing about having money is number one, you have the money to really get the help that you need to heal that heart, that mind, that soul, that spirit. And that's one thing I can say that I am so truly, truly grateful for that I have, had the money to invest in my own emotional mental healing through working with some amazing women in the, I I call her my spiritualist. I don't, she's not a psychiatrist. She's my spiritualist. I have one too, (laughs) you know, and coaches and mentors through building my business and, and women that would challenge me in my own belief systems about myself and that has just inspired me to keep going and growing and and i love what i do because connecting with money and finding that spiritual side of our money and allowing that money to come in and support us in our life and in our world is a beautiful beautiful thing because it's an it's a energy that supports us to grow. It's an energy that supports us to spread our wings. It's an energy that supports us to live our dreams and our mission and our passion. And my passion and purpose is to support you in creating that business, creating that business of passion, of your heart, of soul out there. And I don't want money to get in the way of that success of that beautiful business and that beautiful heart-centered creation that you're creating in your life it's so so important that your business does not go out of business because of money and that's why I do what I do because there is so many individuals out there children and adults that are still suffering from the heartache of physical and emotional child abuse trauma And because of that continued energy, we continue to carry and create individuals that don't think they're good enough, that don't think that they're worthy, that don't think that they're important enough, that they have nothing to share, that they have no value. And we recreate this pattern of emotional and psychological and financial abuse and poverty that keeps so many people in poverty. And... Even now they talk about the middle classes shrinking and that's because we're having a harder time staying above water because with the increase of expenses and our limited belief in who we are keeps us in poverty. So this particular reading, like I said, it's about how can we use this new moon energy to really propel us forward and clear through these blocks and these stoppings of us that keep us from really increasing our vibration to that that divine, beautiful acceptance and receptivity of the money abundance, the money abundance, the financial abundance. How do we let that in? And, and a piece of allowing that, receiving that divine Connection and that divine source of energy is also healing those dark parts within our heart and our soul, and releasing those traumas and re patterning, reconnecting to them. And one of the things that is so beautiful for us, and I have done this for myself so many times, which is going back to those moments in our life that we have been traumatized as the adult self. And as that adult self, connecting to that child and letting him or her know, letting myself know that I'm here for her and I'm never going to leave her and I'm going to protect her at all costs. There's nobody else that can hurt her. And this is something, like I said, that I've been working on for myself for years. And it is something that has really propelled me in the work that i do in my mission and my passion. I don't know if you can tell that there's a passion there. <laughs> I know it's there and i i'm so grateful for it and it is it is definitely a blessing. So we're going to do this new moon reading and like always i'd like to invite you to get your money journal out so you can make some notes as i read this card out loud and uh, you may want to grab some stones. You may want to grab some water, but ultimately when I read this card, I'm going to be reading the card out loud and I will be asking you to take a breath. Occasionally there'll be some breaths that we'll get to take. And what we're going to be doing is focusing on what is it that we get to do and how can we shift and use this new moon energy to heal that traumatized child so that we can open up to receiving the gifts that we get to receive and the financial abundance that we get to receive. So I am going to be reading the card out loud. And while I do just take some deep breaths as we do this and I'll be mapping out here on the chakra body map where blocks are and downloading information about what's happening or what messages that we get to have while I do the interpretation. And then I would like for you as well to make notes for yourself where you might be feeling things in the body and uh, thoughts or visions or things that came up for you, where then you can continue to dig deeper because you're going to you're gonna get some specific hits as well that gives you clues to where that emotional trauma piece gets to happen within you or, and heal within you so that you can expand and grow and grow beyond that trauma now honestly like not all trauma in our life is going to be coming from child abuse even just having a startling experience as a young child could cause trauma every really I think at some level we've all experienced some sort of trauma But this particular one is going to be about healing that child abuse trauma and becoming more aware to how we can also shift and change this problem as well. So take a breath. When you take a breath, you take a deep breath in through your nose and then out through your mouth. We're going to take one more cleansing breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay. So the card that I got that I drew for us was the goddess card number 13. And it was the accounting money goddess from the mind perspective. And this is Adam and Eva actually right from the very beginning. Isn't that interesting? So, My personal life path is my financial gift. I acknowledge the gifts of my life path as a source of pure inspiration. It is a divine source to draw from to build my financial well-being, to strengthen my convictions, and to bring my inspirations to reality. Take a deep breath in. Mouth to your mouth. Clear that out. and on the back it's emotional relationship monetize your life path scarcity side avoiding she avoids the truth of her path denies its existence or uses it as a way to stay a victim denying her own accountability in creating her life path she only sees the weeds not the fruit and take a breath into your nose Energy exchange. Beliefs, emotions, and thoughts. Your beliefs about your life can propel you into your financial dream or keep you stuck. It is possible to use the lessons of your life pain to assist others in creating healing for their lives. Monetize your life lessons to heal. Healing energy, fire. Take a breath. Money action. Your life path is a collection of lessons for your financial availability. Be grateful and accountable for every step. Learn from and apply the gift of each experience. Build your desired financial life from the essence of your life journey. Steadily and persistently move forward with your actions. Take a breath. Create your heaven on earth, goddess card 13, and take a breath. Okay, so I'm going to stop the recording now and go back and listen to it and nap out the chakra map. And I'll be back in just a moment to let you know what came through. Okay. Okay, I'm back. So right off the bat, what hit was and what really pinged for me was only see the weeds, not the fruit. And on this goddess card, uh, money goddess card, if you have the card, it would be great. You can pull it out and take a look at it and read it. In fact, I would suggest reading this card again later after we finish the reading, after we finish this uh, session. And then you can again, go back and make some of your own notes. One of the thing that was really interesting to me was only seeds the seeds the weeds, not the fruit. And I really noticed about that about myself today. And I've always noticed that about myself that I'm usually always like more pessimistic when I think something negative or something bad, not about anything or anybody else, but ultimately about myself. So if there's something that I did that I don't think I should have done right, I always think about the negative part of it and never really contemplate to see the positive part of it. And it's something that I do to myself continually. So... Always seeing the weeds and not the fruit in the things that we happen. There isn't, we're not to make a judgment on right or wrong. There is no right and wrong. It just is. And each time we make a choice or decision to do certain things, it's just a part of the universe leading us into and towards our divine goals and our divine passions to create in this world. What gets in our way is our belief system about ourselves. Our belief system is almost, is like a honing device in the sense that we're projecting out this energy pattern that the universe is trying to align with and measure and connect with and bring to fruition. However, our mindset and our unconscious belief system regulates that vibration as to the success or failure of the results of what we want meaning are we really projecting the true wanting of certain things and then are we also at the same time allowing ourselves and being open to receiving them i know that for myself like i have been a single mom i'm 50 years old now still looking for the man of my dreams i thought i found him a couple times but it hasn't worked out that way for me and I, part of getting to understand and, and be okay with the fact that I've been single for this whole time, there's been many reasons why I made the decision to stay single. But one of the gifts in that is it's given me the opportunity to look at different relationships at different legal levels and different angles that has really added to the overall passion that I have, which was to figure out the relationship between families, the relationship between money, the relationship between communities and money and business and that flow of cash and how it circulates within our world and and how that circulation results in the joy and fulfillment of the world's population. And we see how the resources of our planets being used has not been supporting, not only supporting the people, the way it gets to be supporting, but it's polluting our land. We're, we're also overusing our resources in ways and not being intelligent about the decisions and choices that we make. And we're destroying our world at the same time, but we're also destroying the people and continuing the cycle of abuse and child neglect and, and whatnot. And so when we are used to living, especially when we're a traumatized, child, what I realized for myself was that I was used to living in that chaos, that chaos was familiar, right? The screaming and yelling of my brothers and sisters during the beatings, that was comforting in a sense that that I understood that energy. And so as an adult, I was not an abusive mother by any means, but I was severely abusive to myself within my mind and my own treatment of myself and the things that I said to myself. I mean, honestly, like it was so bad. Like I would be driving down the road and I would be every single time, whatever person, whoever was driving behind me, I was thinking, oh, they're probably going to be upset with me because I stopped too fast or I didn't stop quick enough, or maybe I better blink quicker and more so that they wouldn't be upset that I blinked or didn't blink enough time. (laughs) it was obsessive. It was obsessive. And I'm telling you, literally, it's just been over the last, this last year over this, especially since I turned 50, because I was like, really thinking about, am I really going to continue this pattern of beating myself up? I have spent 50 years living in self-loathing and self-beating up for stupid little things. Like, did I blink long enough? Was I really going to allow myself to continue this destructive pattern forward? Or am I really going to, you know, put my money where my mouth is (laughs) and do what I say I'm going to do and change my belief pattern in seeing myself as this divine, divine being, which we all are a divine, divine being. And that's another thing that actually hits us all hits in the crown chakra And it actually zinged right down through the middle of our head and right down through the middle of our, into our throat chakra, which is I acknowledge the gifts. I acknowledge my gifts because as a fifth dimensional being, which is where we're at, we're at the dawn of the fifth dimensional age in that we are becoming fully aware and awake of our true beingness and our true abilities of what we're doing. But we're still so conditioned to suppress ourselves because we're told, stay in line, be perfect, choose the right. (laughs) Be a good girl, be a good boy. Do what I tell you. Mama knows best. Don't be too rambunctious, you know, keep quiet. Don't, don't be a sissy. We're so suppressed in conforming to specific beliefs about who we are, what we should be doing, and how we should be living out our lives. But we each came down here with that mission to be a being, to be in a body, to have our spiritual experience and our human experience. And in this age of awakening, we're also coming to a space where we want joy and passion and love and heart and peace on earth. I mean, seriously, we're ready and we're sick and tired of seeing the fighting. I know I am. I'm sick of tired of seeing the fighting in our communities and in our world. I mean, one of the statistics that was on the website talked about the percentage of how much people or children are exposed to violence and how this perp- how this perpetuates the violence behaviors but the truth is right now i would say everybody is and children are so have so much access to violent behavior and it's in everywhere we look it's on our playgrounds it's in our streets it's on the news it's in the movies it's in our video games that scares me the most. is like, what in the heck are we doing putting video games in front of our children, you know, programming their minds to be susceptible to violence and desensitized to it? I remember when I was a kid, they were making big old craziness about the fact that there were couples on television wanting to sleep in one bed. (laughs) There were times it was like, uh, they still had to have separate beds, you know, so they had twin beds in the room. When they, we're showing scenes of the mom and dad being in their bedroom. <laughs> oh gosh, it was a crazy time and it's just getting even worse to the point where we have to take responsibility for it. And part of taking responsibility for, for now us being adults and for us really putting our money where our mouth is. And like, are we really going to be spiritual leaders and movers and shakers and claim our power and really connect to our oneness and our beingness? Or are we going to keep continuing this pattern of destruction, self-destruction, community destruction? You know, are we going to do it? What? Come on now, (laughs) basically. But it is the what that means is then we have to first face our own demons those own our own pains and hurts and traumas that have been created and repatterned in our life and and that's one thing that hits us as well in our crown chakra it says life pain to assist others and our inspirations and then monetizing our life path we're almost basically kind of getting a headache about it because We've also been taught not to, especially men, right, not to express their pain, not to express their um, traumas about things, not to talk about stuff. In fact, they said one of the statistics was that 90% of the children who have been abused never tell, and they never talk about it. And it is one in four girls and one in six boys will be sexually assaulted before they're 18 years old, which means one in five of American youth or fully 20% at the very least of the population. So that's, that's a huge astonishing number. And if, if you're one of those numbers, if you're part of that group that has been sexually abused or uh, physically assaulted and, 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 find yourself now as an adult being again in that same kind of abusive relationship rather even if it's just emotional or financial. I know especially my clients I've experienced talking with them where they've been financially abused by the husbands or boyfriends in different ways, in different ways in that they've taken money, taken advantage of the money and stolen money and, and done different things. And there is also cases where women have done the same thing to men. I mean, this really isn't, it's, it's just something that we keep continuing to perpetrate between each other, both men and women ultimately. And when we face our money, I mean, money really is that next level of spiritual healing because it makes us face how we truly feel and value about ourselves. That vibration that we send out into the universe to create the abundance we're wanting is set by how we value ourselves. Do we feel worthy? Do we feel like we could bring value? I remember when I started my business, I was constantly saying, bring value, bring value. you got to show value in your email, show value on the website, show value on this thing, make sure they get value, 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 <laughs> And how I always like, was questioning, like, am I bringing value to everything I do? I'm just being what I'm doing and talking. And so I was trying always to figure out the perfect way to say it, right? The perfect right way to say it so we don't get everybody upset. And what came to me was if a person is feeling worthless, if I'm feeling worthless, if I don't feel like what and don't believe in what I'm doing, How can I really believe anything that I do has any value? So being able to come to a space where I now recognize what I'm doing and the value I'm bringing and how it is serving the world in a way that I'll never see 100% of the time, but I've gotten to a point in a space and it's not out of egotism or narcissism or anything like that. It's just that... Like I said in the beginning, my passion is to support you in creating your passion through your business, through creating an income and a lifestyle that's joyful and fun and experiential and being able to provide jobs, to support your family, to allow your children to get education, to have proper health care, to being able to handle the I mean, most people, most families don't have any kind of a savings. So if something were to happen to them there and there was a personal deductible that needed to happen and be paid for, they wouldn't have the money to do that. Like this last snowstorm that just came (laughs) to Utah, the rain and the snow was so heavy that it was like we we got three inches of snow and an inch and a half of it was pure water. So it broke branches all over the place and the tree branch fell onto my precious Betty, my truck. (laughs) The love of my life right now is one of my truck. Uh, She's been one of the greatest supports to me. And I'm so grateful for her, my truck, that gets me everywhere where I get to go safely and assists me in hauling all my things and doing the things I get to do. And I'm no longer limited to a little tiny car and don't in trying to, you know, haul 30 bags of leaves from a yard, (laughs) which I had to do when I had my house. But the point is, is that it caused $8,000 worth of damage to my truck. And I had a $500 deductible that thank goodness I had savings and money to cover that deductible. So at each level of my life, as I've done healing within my own personal value and faced these traumas and these pains and allowed myself to connect to healers, in any modality, I mean, there are so many different ways, um, and there's so many different beautiful workers out there and so many other businesses out there that are working in the energy realm and in the mindset realm and the spiritual realm that can support you in healing and removing these traumas for you. And I say, try them all. If you're drawn to it and it's like goes, ooh, yeah, and it sparks something for you, go for it. We there we are not limited to only one modality because each modality, what I have found is there's something that comes from every one of them. And so I just follow and just draw to it. Just draw, you know, just allow yourself to flow to each of those modalities and being open to receiving that healing. And the part that gets interesting is that every time I've allowed myself to face some of those very painful things, because my, like I said, the, you know, they chased us around with whips and denied us food and locked us in cabinets and, and doors. And it, 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 It it was not fun. And so I created all these other beliefs about myself and also closed myself off from receiving love, from trusting because of my experiences as that child, and then recreating those experiences within other relationships, within relationships with friends, relationships with men, or relationships with myself, relationships with my money. So taking each one of those really hurtful pains, those pieces that have those experiences that have taken the chunks out of our hearts and remend and mending that heart and healing that heart. As we do that and we release that, our vibration increases and we open up more and more and more to the beauty of life and the abilities of who we are. And and openness to receiving, actually receiving the abundance of life, receiving the money, receiving the friendships, receiving the relationships that we want in our life as we allow ourselves to open up to that experience for ourselves. And this is why for many of us, the secret didn't really work. The vision boards, we created the vision We've got the vision, we've been seeing it, we've been working to, to it, but at some point we have also closed off to receiving it because we have either thought that we're not worthy of it because of the trauma, that because we're not pure anymore, so we can't receive the abundance or we can't receive good things or that we should be punished, continual punishment. I mean, I, I, that was another thing that I also discovered about myself and my, my, in my healing was this perpetual punishment. I would (laughs) protect, I can't even say it 60 times fast now, perpetual punishment that I, you know, smacked upon myself because that was what I understood. No matter what happened in my life, in my home, I had no idea what would, what would if I did something right or did something wrong, it didn't really matter. I was always punished. We were always punished. And it always turned out to one of the big arguments and the big reasons was around money and not having money to support and care for all these children in the way that we needed, we deserve to be cared for. So, and of course, other things that were going on because there, my mother carried a lot of anger and my father, was not a good man. So each time this healing happened, my financial vibration increases, and that's what will happen for you as well. Our financial vibration will increase because we've opened up, we've trusted, we've learned, we've healed, we've gone back. And this is one of the tools and the things that I absolutely love that I learned through Theo is this a consortium of 12 angels that is channeled through a woman and the consortium's name is Theo and she, and I've studied this, her work in what's called soul integration. And that is when we, as the adult self through our meditations, through our visions, through our journaling, go back to that traumatized child and reconnect with that child and heal that experience and, and experience express to that child that we are there to support them a hundred percent, that we love them hundred percent, that we will never leave their side again, that they are one with us and that it's safe for us to move forward. Because what happens with the trauma piece is that we then stop emotionally growing. And so we're stunted at that, that, that age. And if you think about if the number of people, because it's 50% of the population, basically, right? And I'm sure there's the numbers higher than that, because again, not everybody's, nobody's, not everybody reports it. And when you've got hurt adults out there and not knowing how to healthfully express their pain and hurt and anger regarding their experiences and the betrayal of those that were supposed to keep us safe. Bottom line, being betrayed by those that were supposed to love and protect us, then that's when that pain that is covered up and subsided through the drug abuse, through alcohol abuse, through the self-torturing, the self-hurting, the suicide that we have, you know, the continued cycle of abuse again reoffending the children and other children. And it's a very, very painful cycle that we are ready to to get out of it. But we have to face that truth of that that's who we are and allow that allow ourselves because we confuse ourselves. And, and one of the things that other hits that hits right within our brow chakra, and our crown chakra, and actually really gets as dizzy as this inspirations. And we confuse ourselves as to what really is our inspirations, what really is our passion. And the way we do, get to get really clear about what our passion is and what our purpose is, is to look at our life path. That's why on this card, it says my personal life path is my financial gift that when we're able to go back to those traumas and those hurtful things, it's like, what was the gift that was in all of that? And to sum the whole bit up for me in my gift and what i experienced as a child what the gift has gotten for me is that it has given me the vision of being able to be a part of healing the trauma of this world it's given me that gift to be able to be part of healing to to have because of my own personality and my own experiences, and my own knowledge and skills, and even just the different things through the different jobs that I've had, and the building of my careers, and the experiences with other people, this ability and skills to put together this information, so that I can support everybody out there, those that are ready to listen, those are ready to open and learn and move forward. This is where we go together. And each person that I'm able to support and heal and support them in creating this amazing business and this amazing career and this amazing life for themselves, they're going to be rippling that out into their own life as well because there are more and more healing that we can create. It's like firecrackers. We all just spark up the world and that's what we want to do we want to create more love and light and creating money in a divine way and allowing ourselves to receive the financial gift and the financial gift hits in our throat chakra which is about us speaking our gift speaking our truth speaking and for what we want. 80% of people are not living in their passion. They're not working in their passion. They're dreading every Monday morning going, "Ugh, I don't want to go to work today. I remember those days. So allowing this financial gift and speaking for our truth, speaking for our value, speaking for our passions and, and allowing ourselves to speak for what we want. This is what's the most important is we, again, resisting this one thing. We say, oh, I don't want things. But then we put, create vision boards and we put them on our walls and we're like, oh, there's my secret vision board, but I don't want anything. Nope. Want's a bad thing. <laughs> no we can't have wanting so do you see the you know friction and of that i mean they basically cancel cancel each other's out no wonder we don't create things by just creating vision boards there's so much other things going on within our mind system and our belief systems and this is why the card is the mind is is our relationship with our mind because those traumas created belief systems that are embedded in our subconscious that control us and then until we are aware of what those traumas are and what that belief system that we created our about ourselves about until we can recognize those traumas recognize those beliefs and rewrite those beliefs as and reprogram those beliefs into what we want right When we can do that, and when we do that in our life, and that happens when we find the gift in those terrible things, and we allow ourselves to receive the abundance that we're meant to receive, and when we allow ourselves to see ourselves as that divine person, and allow ourselves to receive the financial abundance, because the that energy. And that's an energy of life. It's an energy of, of resources, of connection, of abundance that will ripple out because there's a ton of it. I mean, the trees do not stop creating leaves, 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 leaves. And every year we have leaves. I mean, we can count on the fact that we will have leaves to rake up at the end of this season. We're getting into spring. It's April, April showers, bring May flowers, (laughs) but it also brings fall leaves eventually at the end of the season. And that's how money is. It's constantly flowing. Every year, we're able to create this beautiful garden of abundance, and we grow and we expand and we heal. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes time and it takes moments. But first, start looking at what those beliefs are. What hits us, again, is avoiding. Hits us in the back of the head, and we actually kind of like scratch. We're scratching our head. And this is why I've talked quite a bit about it here in just those last few minutes is because the scratching of our head that we've been doing on this avoiding is, has, has been like, well, I don't know what to do. Well, I don't know what to do. And, and we do know what to do. You know what to do. I know what to do. And I watch myself and I observe myself going, yeah, you know what to do, but then you procrastinate. Then you put things off. Then you don't believe in what you're doing. Oh, I know the cycle. I see myself do it. (laughs) Hey, I'm human, right? We're all human. We're all going through this world. We're all going through this piece, this, this, this life, and we're all experiencing things at different levels. And it's us that gets to, to do this. And The next thing that hits us in our lower back is learn from and apply the gift. And that's basically where we're going, is that we're not feeling supported by it. We're scared to death of it. We're not allowing ourselves to feel supported by the universe. And we're not trusting in that truth, right? We've been lied to already. We have already by the closest people that are supposed to have been taking care of us have betrayed us. How can we absolutely trust the universe, right? This is definitely something I have thought. And so learning from and and trusting it, it starts little. Start testing it. I remember when I was really really first start really healing this spiritual side of my life and they had in one of the trainings, they had always said to me, "Tell the angels what you want them to do to confirm that they're with you." And so I wrote down in the morning, "Okay, all right." And you have to be very direct. I said, "I want the angels to lift my hand up to know that they're there." And so a little bit later that day, I went to a training and I was in this closed room. It was winter time, and. I was up in the mountains and we were in this closed room and we we're all standing in a circle. And I remember I was just standing next to this gal. And ultimately what ended up happening was all of a sudden I looked up and there was this little feather that came floating down right between the two of us. And I lift my hand up and caught the feather. And I knew right then that the angels were with me. And that I could trust in it. And I tested them all the time. I tested them all the time. I did it all the time. And they, they're they there. Their angels are there supporting us and caring for us and standing side by side to us. But it's us being able to open up ourselves to say, this is what I want. This is what I want my life to look like. This is how I want to feel. This is what I want to change in the world. And I want to be part of it. I want my passion, what lights me up is being part of this creative creation, whatever it is, and allowing yourself to receive the money for doing that creation for being in that space is just this beautiful divine exchange of energy that supports you as a business owner, as a family member, as a home and a community and giving you the money to support your children and give your children the resources that we want that you want to give your children and at the same time supporting the community in through hiring local community members, local employees local, using local businesses, those kinds of things. So we can strengthen our communities financially. That's another big part of something that gets to be shifted in how we direct our financial energy. But we also get to believe in the magic of the universe, trust in the magic of the universe, realizing that I, and what I came to realize was that part of my parents' And the way that they showed up for me, in a way, pushed me to really, I remember, because I was the oldest child, my parents held me responsible for all of my brothers and sisters getting things done. And so for a long, long time, they would beat me, of course, because nothing was ever getting done, and... While my parents were not at home and I was in charge of taking care of the kids, in order for me to get them to do certain things, I would be beating them up. And I remember that one time after beating from my parents, I was so mad at them. And I sat down on my bed and I was like kicking this dresser that was in my room and I was kicking it and kicking it. And I was like, I am never, ever going to be like you. And I realized at that moment that I was being exactly like my parents with how I was treating my brothers and sisters. And I was devastated. I was like, holy cow, I can't do this. And I never touched my brothers and sisters again from that day forward. I I think I was like around 14 or 15 years old. And 13 or 14, something right there. And I, I never touched my children in that way. I don't even touch you know, hit my animals. (laughs) I can't stand violent movies and shows. I just, I've had enough violence. I don't need to watch it and pay for it on, you know, for entertainment. It just doesn't work for me. So what I realized is that because they showed up that way in my life is what really gave me the passion through that pain, through my pain of my life path is what gave me the passion to create the work and the business that I have today, which, in my heart and soul, I know, supports so many people in healing their journey with money and changing their perspective around money and their confidence around money. I had, com- I've had clients tell me, I've, I'm so thrilled because now I can sleep at night, and I'm not as worried about it because I know you got my back. And they're open to new possibilities about what their future could really, really look like, because that's the biggest thing why money freezes us up too, is because, you know, the spiritual and emotional healing, it's all woo-woo-woo-y stuff. But the money piece is so connected to our results. And if we freeze, we're like, no, I can't have money. I want money, but I can't have money. It's the same thing. Like the vision board can't receive it, view it, can't receive it. But we do that same thing with money and we clench, you know, we like freeze like the gears, like all of a sudden the stick got stuck in the gears, right? It doesn't, it's not going to move any forward. And we basically get to get the stick out <laughs> out of our crown chakra is where the stick gets to come out. Cause that's what gets That's what's being jammed down energetically within the top of our head and our crown chakra. You wouldn't believe how many times I do readings and the crown chakra, especially with people that are very spiritually minded and spiritually hearted, the crown chakra is blocked because that crown chakra being blocked means not allowing ourselves to see ourselves ourselves as that higher self, as that true divine power, that true one power that we each are. And that's what gets blocked. So taking the stick out of our crown chakra and allowing ourselves to open up to a whole new consciousness and belief around the universe. So we just start little by little by little. The other part that hits in that lower back is the essence of your life journey. Trust that it's there, that there is some of those most painful things. There is an essence to that, that, which is what I was going to get back to was that my parents in a sense, spiritually bankrupt themselves to show me and to give me that fire, that passion to create the work that I do. And that's the gift. That's the gift in it. That's the gift in it. So finding the, essence in it, the joy in it, the reward in it, how, how it has blessed you in your life. And it, it's not always easy to see because you first have to clear some of the weeds. And this is why I love the healing energy on here is the fire, because part of healing these wounds and trauma things one Another great way to do it is to journal about it and write it out and then do a clearing energy fire ceremony with it. And I was actually just talking with the client this weekend this or a couple days ago, and I was like, yeah, you get to just burn all those pictures. <laughs> 26 years of pain and anguish and yet... She's still holding on to these pictures of them together and times that they had. And it's like, it's time to let him go. Because he was a snake when you married him, he was a snake while you married him, and he's still a snake. And it's time for us to let go of that pain. And that was something that got recreated a pattern that was being recreated from the experiences from her childhood. So having a fire ceremony, in fact, that's actually really what came up in our reading is releasing the charge of the memories by having a fire ceremony. And that's what talking about this stuff really does. That's what journaling about it really does is it gets us, it gets the words out of our body and it releases the energy and we can choose to hang on to all the pain and anguish because we can choose to stay in that victimness because we have that power and that's where this stays in the weed or the fruit. We can stay in that victimness or we can choose to move forward and go, okay, I'm ready because it's okay. We got to build that trust. We have to rebuild trust. That's really the the big thing in our life and in our growth is Rebuilding the trust in ourselves, rebuilding the trust in our universe, rebuilding the trust in our spiritual belief systems and rebuilding that truth and that trust in our relationships and our abilities. Okay, so take a breath. Let's all take a breath in. Let's clear, shake your head. I'm shaking my head moving that energy out of our bodies and in our heads and wiggle your arms and your legs, waist. <laughs> that was a lot. That was good. That was awesome. I love this. I hope this really does support you and serve you. I hope that this is great and I would love to hear how this has shifted for you and what your thoughts are and if you have any questions or comments, please leave a note on my website at divinemoneymastery.com and on the today's blog it'll have a picture of the kit of the card we'll have a picture of the chakra map and some more information and there's a space for you to leave a comment and place and i would love to hear thoughts feelings questions anything would be awesome any kind of feedback suggestion things maybe even that you'd like me to talk about and and we can continue we can continue to have a dialogue and talk about this but i wanted to before we go, read this message, the downloaded message that came through, which was, I'm just going to read it. Create your heaven on earth. Dare to live the impossible dream. Be all you can be. Corny. I know that's kind of corny. I thought it was corny. <laughs> but it was like, be all that you can be. You know, all that we hear be all that you can be. Facing the pain and releasing the charge of the memory. Have a fire ceremony. Release the pain of that experience. Find the essence of the pain. What is the fruit? What is the fruit? For me, it's been the lesson in teaching on how to overcome the child abuse, childhood abuse. That's been part of my the fruit in in mine is being part of that piece of healing from the childhood abuse, from to reclaiming our power and bringing more peace into the world through my business. And that's exactly what I wish for you, is for you to find that peace. And that's something that's another thing that I really love about this card is this creating your heaven on earth. And I remember when I got the phone call about my father going to jail, that he had gotten sentenced and he was was going to jail. And it was... When I got the phone call, because basically what had happened is my brothers and sisters had been, you know, thrown out into the world like dice in the wind. And they were each sent to different foster homes, uh, juvenile detention centers, rehab facilities. And um, one was even in a mental institution and no longer had each other. We were ripped apart. My mother had left several years before my father had gotten thrown into jail and and so we were torn apart we didn't have each other i mean even in some of the darkest times at least we were able to huddle together and comfort each other in some of those moments and protect each other and then all of a sudden now we were ripped apart and i remember when i was sitting at the because i was about 22 years old and i was at the college at the community college here in utah And I had my son, he was about one, he was about two or three years old. I was on my own, single mom then. And I thought to myself, there's no way that hell can be any worse than this. There is no way hell can be any worse than what we're going through and what I have been through and what my family had been through. So this had to be it, right? This is hell. Hell, here it is. Hell's on earth. I mean, what worse things could hell do? Could the devil do to me, right? (laughs) And then the thought came to me, well, if I could create hell, if we could have hell on earth, maybe we can have heaven. Maybe we can have heaven too. And that's where I started was from right there, finding heaven on earth and recreating that. And When I heard that line, as above, so below, so beautiful, as above, so below, as in heaven, so on earth, that we can create this heaven on earth by expressing who we are, speaking the truth for what we want and allowing ourselves to trust and open to the divinity of this world allowing ourselves to have the pain and trauma of our life and taking back our power and control from that trauma and using that as a way to propel us forward and heal humanity, heal this planet, create a better space and a place for our children to grow up and add more amazing things to this world because every time an adult or a child does not shared their divine wisdom. That's one more day that we slow the progress of peace in our land and in our world and solving these problems that are ravaging our oceans and our, our mountains and our animals and even just our own human spirit. So I invite you to join me in this passion for peace. (laughs) Passion for peace for ourselves and for humanity. And I am so grateful for you and for your listening to this program and listening to this podcast. I hope that you did find some divine, divine guidance for yourself. Please take some extra breaths, do some relaxing, drink a lot of water, allow yourself to clear, do some more meditating. You may want to get some bells out. (sighs) Take another breath. This was a very special reading, and I knew it was going to be really big, and I'm so thrilled. It was fabulous. I can't wait to read it and listen to it again. And again, please let me know what you your thoughts, your comments, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to our next new moon reading, which will be May fourth, two thousand nineteen. And isn't that interesting? This one is four five nineteen and our next one is five four nineteen. So the numbers are reversed. <laughs> hmm. Oh, it's gonna be a zinger of a month. It's gonna be fabulous. It's gonna be exciting. Thank you so, so much, my money peeps. I love you all so much, and I look forward to seeing you next time on the Spirit of Money podcast. Peace in.
0: Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit divinemoneymastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann. Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.